0: Today's episode is all about building your postpartum care team. This is something that I wish I had thought of prior to having my children. But now that I know, I just want to share this information with you on what a postpartum care team is, why it's important, and who that team might consist of. So if that sounds of interest to you, then today's episode is one that you'll want to tune in for. Welcome to Defeat PPD, where we empower women to overcome anxiety and depression in motherhood without medication. I'm Arielle Wozniak and I'm a maternal mental wellness coach and I will be leading you through this journey. So before we jump into today's episode, I just wanted to make a very quick announcement. I currently have one more coaching spot available for the month of September, and I will not be accepting any other clients after that one spot is filled until October. So if you've been thinking about postpartum support um, and getting coaching, And you just have not kind of pulled the trigger yet, so to speak. Um, I feel like that's a really (laughs) bad analogy to use, but you haven't taken the step. Um, and you want to find out more information about what coaching looks like, or maybe you want to schedule a quick trial session to see if this is for you, I would definitely invite you to check out the show notes. There is a link there that you can use to schedule a free trial session. And that link is simply my website backslash book a session. Um, And you can go ahead and schedule a free session, see if it's a good fit for you. But I have one more spot for the month of September of 2023, and then after that, I will not be accepting any new clients until October of 2023. With that, let's go ahead and jump into today's episode. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of Defeat Postpartum Depression. I am your host, Ariel Wozniak, and I'm excited to be back after taking a week off Um, for a little bit of like a family slash business vacation, if you will, or workation. I don't even know what you would call it. But either way, I'm excited to be back and kicking off this new series of postpartum support and building out a postpartum care team. So this is a concept that I really, really wish that I knew about prior to getting pregnant even, because this is something that you can start building before you actually have a baby or a positive pregnancy test. And I had no idea that this was even a thing. And a really big part of the vision that I have for the work that I do is on educating moms on what's actually out there and the types of support that you can get. So when I was diagnosed with postpartum depression and postpartum anxiety, I was essentially told that there was one way to deal with this. Like you take the medication, you go to therapy, and that is. That's your solution. And if that solution doesn't fit for you, there's really not any other option. But through the work that I've done, I've gotten the opportunity to meet with so many amazing humans who help postpartum moms all throughout their postpartum like period, especially like that fourth trimester, if you will. Um, I've met so many women who are just out there supporting pregnant women and postpartum women. And I literally had no idea that all of these different types of support existed. So essentially, if you were to think about like, what, what do you mean by a postpartum care team? It just refers to the group of people that you have that are going to provide support, assistance, and guidance to you. Throughout that postpartum period, so kind of immediately following birth up to even one year could still be considered postpartum. And so this team is really helping you to to navigate all the the physical, the emotional, like the practical challenges that you are going to come up against as you transition into motherhood or transition into a different phase of motherhood if you're having another child. But really their goal as your team is to come alongside you, to partner with you, and to ensure your well-being and to ensure the well-being of your baby and give you that opportunity to recover, to adjust, and really get to this point of thriving. So that's kind of what what a team exists for or postpartum care team exists for. And I cannot tell you the amount of women that I've spoken with who've Also, never heard of that concept. And so, many times we spend our time like piecing together what we might need at one specific point. And then sometimes we don't even know what it is that we need. Um, But there's just a lot of power in having a plan and like thinking these things through ahead of time. But I do want to say that if you are someone who's listening to the podcast and you've already had your child, it's not too late to build out your postpartum care team. Like I said, that period of like postpartum can last from immediately after birth all the way up to one year. And honestly, some of these individuals you may stay in contact with for many years after that as well. So it kind of just depends on the individual, the support that you need and all those things. So I wanna talk through some of that today. And as usual, share bits and pieces Of my story so when I had my first son uh, now this is almost 11 years ago he'll be 11 in October and so I can stop saying almost 11 years pretty soon because he'll actually be 11 years old Um, but either way almost 11 years ago had my first son I was really like I guess young and it's funny to say that because it's not super super young but I was in my early 20s when I had my first child and so with that, I really didn't know what it would be like, first of all, no one knows what it will be like to be a mom until you actually are a mom. But I feel like I was just really unprepared in like the transition to motherhood because I had no desire to actually have children initially. So a lot of uh, women may have already had a plan for many years to have a child. So you may have read a bunch of baby books and all those things. I was not one of those people. I didn't read any baby books um, until I got pregnant. I had no idea that this world of knowledge was even out there and existed until I got pregnant. Um, But even once I got pregnant, I still didn't know all the different support systems that I could have in place. And so once I actually gave birth, I had already had a therapist, um, but that was really the only like... Person that I had that would be considered like a part of a a care team in that postpartum phase. Um, And then I was also starting to see a psychiatrist. I think I started seeing her like midway through my pregnancy. Um, But outside of that, I didn't know that there was any other support that I could get. Thankfully, I will say, um, I did have some individuals who like stepped up to start meal trains and those sorts of things. But I really, I just didn't know what I didn't know. I didn't know the support that I could get. I didn't know the support that I might need. I didn't know really much of anything. Second time around, I still didn't know a whole lot of information. Um, I had more of a community at that time. So it was a lot easier to like coordinate meal trains and have people come over to like help and those sorts of things. But that was my my care team. It would have been my husband, my mom, and then whatever friends from church that we had that might stop by and bring over a meal. My third time around, I didn't know the concept of a postpartum care team, but I started to build that out a lot because I recognized how much support I needed. And one of the, the biggest pieces of like my care team, if you will, um, was my mom. She actually, and I've shared this in a previous episode, but she actually left her job. She stopped working to live with me and support me and Kyla as I transitioned through this awful postpartum anxiety period. So it was a mess, but thankfully I had her there as a very major support. And then again, I had a therapist, I had a psychiatrist that I started seeing as well. And I had my husband, I did have friends, I shared with all of my community, literally anyone who would listen, I shared with them that I was struggling with postpartum anxiety. And so that really opened the door for friends to come over and pray with me friends to come over and bring me meals, friends to come over and help with breastfeeding and like, all these things, I was struggling with breastfeeding, Um, all these things, my friends were able to step in and actually be a part of that postpartum care team without me even knowing the title of it, and that's what was happening. Had I known about this concept beforehand, you better believe that me as the planner, I would have had a plan in place for these types of things, but I just, I didn't really know that it existed until I really, really needed it. Um, So if you were to think about kind of the the postpartum period, having a care team has so many different benefits. So even in just hearing that short portion of my story and the experience that I had from child one, child two to child three, and my team getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's really no surprise to me that like the first time I went through and struggled for like a year in silence, um, over a year really in silence. And then the third time I struggled in anything but silence because I shared with everyone. Um, And that was a very short postpartum anxiety period. It was still awful. I'm not going to say that like it just somehow made it disappear, but it was shorter and I got the support that I needed a lot quicker because I was willing to speak up and voice my story. But having a really well-rounded care team, and we'll talk about it in a moment, like who should be a part of your team or who might be a part of your team. But having a well-rounded care team has so many benefits. And so I want to just list out five of them for you so that you can really see why it's important to have a team built out. So reason number one is physical recovery. So a postpartum care team can provide guidance on proper nutrition, on exercise, on self-care practices that really are going to help you with your physical recovery after childbirth. There are so many pieces that go into the actual like recovery of your body when you've just gone through a major experience, whether that's a vaginal birth or a C-section. This is like pretty intense for your body to go to go through. but having a care team in place, we'll talk about those individuals and who they are can help with that physical recovery piece. Another thing is going to be the emotional support. So this is one that I feel like everyone kind of thinks of, if you will, um, because when we think about going through the postpartum period, a lot of us think of postpartum depression. In fact, people sometimes call it postpartum. Like, yeah, I had postpartum too when they're talking about postpartum depression. And so emotional support is the one that I feel like we think of the most often, or maybe it's just me because I've gone through <laughs> this experience multiple times. That so that's like the first one that comes to my mind. Even before like my body recovering, I'm thinking about how my mind is going to recover and how I can support myself emotionally. Um, But emotional support is critical during this transitional period. And if you're listening to this podcast, then you likely know that. And that's that's why you're here. Um, But having emotional support in the form of a care team, it gives you that safe space to express how you're feeling and then to receive encouragement as well. And so that can happen in so many different ways. It doesn't just mean a therapist. But even having friends and family members that you feel like you can open up to and be transparent and honest with, those are really the key there. Because so often we feel like we have to keep our feelings in and someone will ask like how you're doing and you're like, oh, fine, instead of actually telling them how you're doing. So having that care team in place allows you to really get the emotional support that you need. The third one is going to be practical assistance. This is the one that I honestly, like, I just didn't spend a whole lot of time thinking about until I really was like there and I'm like, oh man, I can't keep up with all the house chores. Um, but having people in place that are there to help with baby care, to help with Washing the dishes to help with doing the laundry can really kind of alleviate some of those demands of your regular daily life that are not going to go away just because you've become a mom, but it gives you the opportunity to rest, gives you the opportunity to bond with your baby, gives you the opportunity to rest. Again, yes, (laughs) Uh, rest is super, super important. But without having that practical assistance of people actually being there to care for your baby so that you feel like you can sleep, you don't necessarily get the rest that you need. So that's number three. Number four is expert advice. So if you have specialists on your team, you have lactation consultants, you have therapists, all those individuals who are experts in their field. It really allows you to get the guidance that you need um, for specific challenges. So me, for example, like I shared, I was struggling with breastfeeding with Kyla, who was my third. Um, And a lot of that had to do with my nutrition. So a lot of these things are like interconnected. Um, But I could have gotten support from a lactation consultant had I known that that was a thing. I knew they were in the hospital, but I didn't know that they would do do house visits and could be a part of my, my actual care team. And the number five is that having a care team reduces isolation. This is a really, really big one and one that I feel like I kind of neglected. But having people there during that postpartum period offering you companionship, offering you support, um, that actually helps to decrease postpartum depression. It's been proven there is science out there that we are meant to be in community. So when we are alone, we feel the impacts of that. And I've spoken to many women who are having the biggest challenge once their husband returns to work. That was something that I was like absolutely like terrified of is when my husband returned to work and then I'm going to be at home all day with these three kids. Thankfully, that was not the story because my mom did step in and she was there for us. Um, But that was a really big fear of mine at the time is like, I'm going to be here with all these kids and I have to keep them alive and well. And I am struggling myself. So having just Just someone there, they don't even have to necessarily be doing anything sometimes. Just having that companionship, it helps to just place you in a better mental state. Like, there's it's hard to really put into words, but having people there, having community is a huge, huge benefit in the postpartum team. So uh, that's kind of some of the, the benefits, and I'm sure there are more, but those are just the ones that came to, to my mind. I was, I was thinking about like, well, why would someone want to invest this time in creating a postpartum care team? And one of the things that I want to mention as well is that there are so many different types of roles that you can have within your care team, and you may not necessarily need all of these individuals. You might need some of them. Some of us may need all of them. But it's good to know that there are options out there. And I'm sure this is not even going to be an exhaustive list because I'm sure that there are other types of roles that I just haven't thought of. But knowing that there are these options out there is just helpful to say, you know what, that actually could be a huge benefit to me. That's the thing that I've been missing. And so if you know it, then you can make that choice. Uh, But I did not know some of these things were out there. And so that's why. I'm sharing this information with you. So, as I said, um, you can start planning this before you ever actually get pregnant. You could start to look for some of these support types of positions or individuals and people that you connect with and trust. But it's not too late if you've already had your baby. So you can start anywhere within that that planning phase of we are trying to conceive, all the way up to I have a 10 month old, 12 month old, whatever it is, um, it's not too late to start to put this team together. So as I said, um, the team can consist of different individuals depending on you and who you are and what you need. Um, So I'm just going to list through some of these and some of the benefits And then one cool thing that I'm going to uh, get the opportunity to do is to interview some of these types of individuals, and I'll be sharing those in later podcasts, so you can hear from the experts in the field and how they support postpartum women. So the very first one is your partner or your spouse. This is going to be a really, it's a, a, a transition And so like it's you're going through these changes, not just like you've gone through the physical change of like I've given birth, but you're going through emotional changes. You're going through hormonal changes and you're now responsible for this new life. And it's just a lot. And so being able to share this with your your spouse or your your partner um, really allows for emotional support. And then they can also help with household tasks and baby care. And there may be even some things that you might need support with um, that you can think of that your spouse may be able to support you in. One of the things that my husband um, has always been really, really great about is like preparing an environment for me to relax in. And so that's something simple that he can do, but it means so much to me and takes a weight off of my shoulder to even think of that process of preparing for relaxation. So for me in my current phase and really I think like the past couple of years, it has been taking a bath. Like that is a really great moment for me to relax and just kind of like decompress. And so a lot of times my husband will go and just like prepare the bath for me. That's a huge support. It's not like some regular household task that is needing to be done every day. Um, But it's something that he can do to take a weight off of me. And so I want you to think through those things, like what are some practical things that I could have my husband do that would support me either emotionally, physically, um, spiritually, whatever it is, how can your partner support you through this? Number two, friends and family members. This was another really big one for me throughout my journey. I already shared that my mom literally quit her job. Like she quit her job to be there to support me. Um, But these trusted individuals can provide so many different types of support and assistance, whether that's companionship or that's practical help, that's washing the dishes, that's walking the dog, that's watching the baby while you take a nap and your husband's at work or whatever it is. There are so many different ways that friends and family members can support you. You do have to speak up and ask them to be a part of your care team. But once you do, there's so many different ways that they can support you throughout this journey. Another is a doula. And this one to me, like I already knew that doulas existed for several years and I feel like it was with my first or probably my first that I was thinking about hiring a doula and I wanted to have like this water birth experience and all these things. And that's not what I ended up doing because it's a long story. But anyway, I knew that birth doulas existed However, I did not know that postpartum doulas existed until about 2020, I think, somewhere around there. So three or so years ago was when I found out about postpartum doulas. But postpartum doulas are such an amazing, amazing support because they can support you with a lot of those practical tasks, but also some emotional support, some physical support, They have a lot of information, so educational support. Um, A lot of postpartum doulas can also offer you support with uh, breastfeeding and some of your nutrition and some basic household chores. Like there's so much that postpartum doulas can and will do. And I did not know that this was a thing. But check in your area, see what postpartum doulas uh, you have access to or those that you might align with, it could be an amazing resource for you to have someone who offers so many different types of support under one umbrella. And some of them will even be an overnight doula. Like that to me, when I found out about that, I was like, oh my goodness, this would have been so amazing to have someone who could come over and sleep over a couple nights a week while I get rest and focus on myself and they are with the baby and waking up in the middle of the night and all of those things. So know that that type of support exists. It's out there. Even if you like aren't seeing it everywhere, I guarantee if you go onto Google and you search for postpartum doulas near me, you will find individuals who, um, who are postpartum doulas and perform those tasks that you need. So that's a really good one. Um, the fourth one is lactation consultants. So lactation consultants, they specialize in providing like expert advice on breastfeeding. So they can help you with that, that breastfeeding journey. So if you're not needing all the other things that are kind of encompassed by a postpartum doula, a lactation consultant might be a really good fit for you because they're really going to come over and just focus on the breastfeeding. Some of them will even help you um, with some recommendations for like food and different supplements that might help you to increase your milk supply and all of those things. So that could be a great resource as well. And (coughs) excuse me, again, I knew that they existed. I just didn't know that they did house calls. Like I was like, why isn't anyone telling me about these things? Like, why am I just now finding out afterwards? But I did have a really good friend who came over and helped me with, um, breastfeeding when I was struggling through that phase. So we had that handle, but it would have been really nice to know that they existed. Um, there are also pelvic floor therapists. So if you are struggling with, um, let's say you're having leakage or you're having, um, pain that is not normal uh, in your like vaginal area or in the the pelvic area, pelvic floor therapists can help with that. A lot of them provide online consultations and you could simply meet with someone over Zoom. They can tell you some exercises that you should be doing. And I'm not talking about exercising to lose weight, but exercising to gain strength in your pelvic area. Um, But I didn't know That that even existed. Thankfully, I didn't have that that issue, um, but I just didn't know that it was even a thing. And there's so many that you can contact that will be able to support you. And again, many of them do this totally online. Another is a postpartum nurse. And I hope you all are like as amazed as I am with some of these like support options that you have. But there are postpartum nurses who offer medical guidance and support for recovery for you and for baby. And there are postpartum pediatricians, there are postpartum OBs that will make house calls. Like those individuals exist and are out there that can support you. A lot of them um, may not even be operating under like their like expert hat. So their nurse hat or their physician hat, they may come out as like a coach or an educator or something of that nature. But knowing the experience and the wealth of knowledge they have is super, super beneficial and they will come to your house. Like that one to me was huge huge when I found out that that was even a thing. Like I knew back in the old days, which I talk about the old days quite a bit, but back in the old days, I knew that like doctors did house calls and those sorts of things. But I didn't know that that was still a thing. Like I didn't know that that still existed, but it does. And you could have someone come out to your house and support you there. Um, the next is a therapist, therapist, love therapists. I think therapy is so beneficial, but therapists can walk you through emotional challenges. They can support you through postpartum depression, through postpartum anxiety, postpartum OCD. They can help you process trauma, all those things. I'm sure like majority of us know about therapists, have either worked with therapists before, probably even know a therapist. But there are some therapists who specialize specifically in maternal health. Those are the therapists that I would recommend having as a part of your care team. They're familiar with postpartum depression. They're familiar with postpartum anxiety. They're not going to make you feel like you're going crazy when you share the thoughts that you have. That would be the type of therapist that I would look for as a part of my team. And of course, if you're listening to this episode, you probably already know, but there are mental health coaches like myself. Um, so I'm a mental health coach. And so oftentimes I will partner with uh, a therapist or I will partner with a psychiatrist. And the, the cool thing here is like a therapist sees you for a session, a psychiatrist sees you for a session, a coach is there to kind of bridge that gap of when you're not in a session and you need support or you need to create a clear plan of action, really we're the connector of all the services that you're getting. So your coach can be right there in the middle, helping you to maybe find a great therapist, find a great psychiatrist, make goals that are attainable to you, change some of your behaviors Um, I serve as a behavior change expert. And so that's the seat that I sit in. I operate out of this third leg, I guess you will, of the cognitive triangle. If you're not familiar with the cognitive triangle, essentially it's that your thoughts, your emotions, and your behaviors are all interconnected. If you change one of them, it's going to change all of them. So if you change your behaviors, it's going to change how you feel. It's going to change how you think. If you change how you think, it it changes how you feel. It changes how you behave and so on and so forth. I operate out of that behavioral angle. So how can we change your behaviors to impact those other areas? So coaches are an option. Most of us are online, so you don't even have to leave your home. So this can be done on your schedule and you can just get onto the computer or get onto your phone. Many of my clients are taking these calls like on their phone and you can get support in that way. So I've listed off a ton so far, and a couple more that I just want to mention quickly and won't go super in depth on, but you'll have to tune into future episodes because I will be interviewing some of these individuals. Um, But the last couple here, a nutritionist, we all know how important nutrition is, but sometimes it's really hard to get the right nutrition in. And so having a postpartum nutritionist can help you with your recovery and your energy levels. A house cleaner or a cook, this is something really great to put on your baby registry. Like put on your baby registry that you want a house cleaner for a week or you want uh, some meals for a week or something of that nature. It's something that I wish I had a thought of and we're done having children now. But if I ever miraculously got pregnant, that would be one of the first things that I added to my baby registry. And again, if you're listening to this now and you're like, I already had my baby, what are you talking about? You still can <laughs> look into these resources um, and what it looks like to potentially get a cleaner for a couple of days out of a month or someone who could prepare meals for you and that sort of thing. Um, last two would be child care support. So if you want to get out and you wanna have like, a date night, which I highly, highly recommend, having child care support is crucial. And I feel like you can never start too early with interviewing individuals because you really want to find someone that you trust and can leave your child with and not feel like as concerned. You're always going to feel concerned when you're leaving your child. Um, but you want to have someone that you you trust to, to entrust your children's life with And so that's one that, um, yeah, you'll want to really consider, do some interviews, all those things, get some recommendations from other friends and family members. Um, If you're in a church, look at the, like the volunteers for the children's ministry. Those are great individuals to reach out to, to see if they are open to providing childcare. And then lastly, support groups. There are so many local and online postpartum support groups that you can Get, uh, just get that sense of community, that sense of understanding and be a part of. So let me catch my breath. I just want to emphasize how many different resources are out there for you in the postpartum period. You do not have to do this alone. You can literally go online and find so many of these different types of resources Or you can reach out to your friends and family members and let them know the types of support that you need and build out this postpartum care team. Like it truly is crucial to healing to have a network of people who are supporting you. And if you're anything like me, then you'd probably have like some kind of binder or booklet that you've bound together and each page has like the different Individual as like the support person and the different types of things that they can do to support you And that'll make it even easier. Like someone comes over Let's say a friend comes over and they're like, okay, I'm here. You have me for two hours How can I support you open up your little booklet go to the page and you're like, okay? Here are some things that you can do to support me around the house. Thank you so much. I love you and you can give them that little booklet um, or Like if you just want them to, and I say Jess, but if you want them to watch the baby for a couple hours and they're comfortable doing that and like wearing the baby and they can get other things done as well. Like I want to be there to support my friends and family members. And I'm sure that you have friends and family members who want to be there to support you too through this phase. So it doesn't have to cost a whole lot of money to do all these things, but I just want you to know that like you're not alone. And as unique as the situation feels that like you're the only person who's gone through this experience, I promise you, you're not. You're in good company. There are so many women who are going through this experience right now and you don't have to sit in it alone. So as always thank you for joining me for this episode. If you need any support, if there's anything I specifically can do for you, my contact information is in the show notes. And with that, I will see you on the next episode.